Hey guys, Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code Driveway Liberty Media when you sign up, you can get 30% off your first year. Go check them out. MammothNation.com. Promo code Driveway Liberty Media. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is an audio replay of a Facebook live stream. Nice. Hey guys, uh, welcome to uh, Panhandle Liberty Podcast, Driveway Liberty Podcast, whatever you want to call us, we do both. Uh, Oh, oops, sorry. Yeah, Dan is uh, checking. He's checking the audio to make sure it's going through. I am your Uncle Wes, and I'm here with my good buddy Dan, I'll, um, and I'll give him a chance to talk in just a minute. Uh, what we wanted to do tonight is, for one thing, we are men enough to recognize that we do not have all the answers. So what we thought we would do in this live stream tonight is host it and have a brainstorming session with you. Now... So this is going to be a comment driven, not just our ideas, but and we'll we'll express some of our 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 ideas. But the idea is for us to find quality candidates to run against this trash that we have in office, not only on the county level, but on the state or federal level. We we want to find quality candidates that 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 actually uh, we think will exhibit conservative principles, liberty minded principles when they get in office. So that's that's our thought process here. Dan will tell you a little bit about why he thought this was Dan's idea. I can't take credit for it. Um, but Dan is, I mean, he's motivated. He's ready to do some things, as am I. But obviously, Dan had something happen to him at a county commission meeting recently. Um, Dan also has a new lease on life. Hopefully next week we can tell you a little bit more about that. But it, it involves his emergency uh, rectum transplant. <laughs> But uh, we want to um, we want to we want to have a conversation with you. We're starting online with a live stream, and our hope is over the next few weeks to actually schedule an in person meetup. We want to we want to start doing something either monthly or every other month called Liberty Libations, where we get together and we meet, and it's not just a presentation by a speaker or or a uh, where we bring a candidate in to talk to you. It's where we actually create focus groups. And we come up with quality ideas on how we can get quality candidates to run for public office. So, Dan, tell them a little bit about your motivation here without getting pissed off, if you can. And well, um, yeah, you know. well, if you if you if you listen to the cast that was uh, put out today, eloquently called uh, Dan, literally yelling for thirty minutes. Um, <laughs> Dan, really, Dan yelling listened, for a solid thirty minutes. I, I listened fun. to it and it. And it really wasn't like the no. last like seven or eight minutes was. Yeah, I, I went off because I am I'm fed up. So the for the longest time, you know, we we've and then the people listening to this cast, I, I believe, are in the same kind of hopefully in the same mindset is we, we spend a lot of time looking at our local government 
um, criticizing the actions that they make and um, getting involved, going to meetings, expressing our displeasure or, you know, the, the few, there's a few times where we've, we've told them that they're, they've done something right. I mean, it's not like they're, everything they do is wrong, but most of it is. But um, we, we are in, a lot of us are involved and the people who listen to this cast, especially the live stream streams, are, are the ones that go to the meetings. So instead of us kind of venting all the time and and basically bitching, I, I, I want to figure out, I want to spend our time in a, in a better way to find solutions. Now, Wes talked... Uh, at the intro of finding good quality candidates. Yeah, it's not it's that, not just that's, that. That's, that's, that is a huge part of it. I mean, we need to get the right people in there. But it's promoting liberty-minded ideas, too. Yes, and once we have uh, people in there that at least are willing to listen to us, because right now there's there's 40%, I believe, that w- that actually care about what 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 we say. Right. So that's not the majority. There's there's sixty percent. There's five people on the board. Three of them do not give a flying f about what we care about as as citizens as our as county. our group of of dialed in citizens. You know, when you get a mob that's pissed off about a concession stand, yeah, they're going to listen because they're basically forced to because those are the people that don't normally come out. And I've talked about that in depth on another cast. But the group that is involved. They just ignore us. Sure. So first off, we need to figure out a way to get quality candidates who are willing to do the job. Right. And there's a couple schools of thoughts that I've had conversations with people inside of um, the, the, the inner workings of the district that said that this really can be a part-time gig. It really should be. And... It, you know, and it was described to me like, you know, your job as a commissioner is, hey, we need a bridge here. And then the aides do the work behind it. They give you some ideas, et cetera. You go to the meeting and you say yay or nay to the bridge. Yeah. You, you, you like you have basically what, people that do the, the research. The basically, work. the board should be voting on policy and funding. Yes. Or, or cutting funding, which mm-hmm. is a big, big thing for me. I really enjoy that idea. Sure. But your your county administrator, your department heads, all of those individuals are responsible for implementing stuff. There's no reason that a county commissioner should be spending more than 20 hours a week as involved in county business. Yeah, and and I think part of the <clears> issue <throat> is is a certain portion of our county administrators think they're just the king or queen. They just they run everything. They believe that they're in charge of everything. And they're not supposed to be. It's set up so that the county administrator runs the day-to-day operations. They're the ones making the big bucks. Right. That person runs the day-to-day operations. And then they communicate. And then when there's things that need to be voted on, that is within the purview of the commissioners, they vote on it. Right. So if, if they kept it to just that as their job... Yeah, you could do it for a part-time gig. And a part-time gig making 57, I think, is the latest number if you include the car Car allowance and and everything. Right. Then it seems feasible because then you could have another part-time income uh, revenue stream for you out there. Now, 
I understand that it limits a lot because people with full-time careers that, you know, have to work 50, 60 hours a week it's at their job. It's difficult for them to get out and go to the yeah, meetings. And the meetings and are in the middle like of the that, yeah. day, you know, so it, it limits just the whole structure of it limits right. candidates, which I think is a problem. No, it, Something it, it that could be does. changed. Yes. If, if you, if you, re- so I was on the, the South Walton Little League board. Okay. I had a full, I ran a, a business, same business I'm running now, ran a business. Right. Still running it. I still was on that board and right. we met at six o'clock at night once a week. Yeah. You know, if we had to do Which it two, two or three nights a week. excessive for Little League. I mean, Well, you, you have to, you know. you know, there's stuff, the decisions you have to make. You sure. got to pick uniforms and all that kind of stuff. You got to fundraise and those kind of things. So there's stuff to do, but you you had the meeting at 6 or 6.30. It was two hours long. You were home by 8, and you did that one night a week. Or if you needed to have a second meeting because something was going on, then you do that. Right. And there, I believe that if our county operated the way it was supposed to is supposed to operate we probably could do that you're going to have other committees and you're going to have other meetings you know planning commission and those kind of things are going to happen multiple times a week or once a week and commissioners may or may not decide to go to those meetings they don't have to right um but i think the idea i think i've mentioned and i i you know i've grown I think I've grown local enough over my 15 years here that I, I I do hate when people say this, where they say back home in such and such, we had real pizza or back home in such and such, we had this. But in Georgia, let me say, put it this way, and other states for that matter, there are far lower, larger counties population-wise than Walton County. And their, their county commissioners get like 500 bucks a month. And they meet very seldomly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, they they meet, they have their meetings. They're usually evening meetings, which also helps encourage more citizen participation. Yes. Because you think the majority of the people, working people, are working during the day. Yes. There are night shift and second shift individuals, but majority... But, you know, our county commission, they're holding their meetings at, at 9 a.m. or lunch or, or one whatever, o'clock in one afternoon, o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who wish they could probably participate in the ongoing of our county business that can't make those meetings. Mm-hmm. Look, Tuesdays, absolutely horrendous for me to be able to make a meeting. That's the reason yeah. I haven't been to the last two yeah. the, where, it, where you know, all hell was breaking loose. But I mean, there's certain times of the year where – I I'm not going to be able to make a night meeting because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I officiate um, local sports, high school sports. So, yeah. you know, it 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 doesn't need to be a one size fits all, but it should be centered around getting the majority of people able to be involved if they choose to be involved. Right They're The way it's structured now is you're literally eliminating the majority of people just based on scheduling. Right. For some reason, you've gone gray on the screen. I'm trying to fix it. I see so, me fine. Well, I mean, I'm sure you see yourself. On, on the Facebook page. No, I'm looking at, it may be my computer going out then. Who knows? It's your computer. Well, man, don't be talking about shit about my computer. Because my beautiful brand new computer is working fine. 
All right, so you're not you're not black and white on your on your computer. Well, no, I'm I I see the you look a little jaundiced. The, the me. red, white, and blue. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just talking about. Oh, I've always been that. Maybe I'll turn up the light here on my camera. That may help. So uh, what we help? wanted to do is, is uh, I don't know. Well, I got to get the light. I got to get. First. We're delayed a little bit. Is that better? L yeah. Now you're super white. Um, I I am white. <laughs> So what we want to do, all right, we notice we have six people uh, watching. We want you to participate in this conversation. This isn't just us talking. This is us literally brainstorming. Because like I said in the intro to this, we, we're we not bright enough to come up with, with all the solutions necessary. We're actually confounded to a degree, and it's one of the reasons we wanted to do this tonight. Is, yeah, we, we, we don't have the answers. No. Okay. We've no. got some ideas. But We've we got ideas, but we don't have answers. And and you know, there's the school of thought that's like, well, we should pay county commissioners more. We just discussed that. I I wholeheartedly disagree that we should pay county commissioners more. Where I'm from, fifty grand, fifty seven grand a year is a full time income, even though it's at, I couldn't live on it right now, and Dan couldn't live on it right now, and a lot of people could not live on that right now. It still pretty close to a full-time income if not a full-time income and that's that's where my thought process is on that you've got people working in this county that are making 40 grand a year yeah but you also have people in this county that are making 200 grand a year yeah but this isn't about wealth envy is what i'm saying what no, i'm saying is 57 that. grand is can be considered a full-time income and um, but it's it's it the pay scale for the position is set up as a part time position. Sure, it's meant to be a part time job. Now Sandra says she doesn't see part time commissioner position as a realistic option at this time, and I don't disagree with you. But the problem isn't that well, it's that, a part time the, position. The problem is is how they're doing it. Then maybe what the first place we need to start if we're going to talk about whether it's a full time or part time position is. What are the essential duties of somebody in that position? And you 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 touched on that a few minutes ago, mm -hmm. where you said, "Look, they come in and they review budgetary requests or policy changes." I said policy changes or something along those lines, and that's all they do. That's the yeah, scope of their power. You have an power. HR director that takes care of HR stuff. You've got a county ad administrator that that's supposed to take care of the administration. All the the literally the day to day operations of every department. Yes, monitor the heads of every department in the county. Absolutely. Now the chairman of the county commission. Maybe that should be a full time position. I don't. I don't know. But I think if they actually performed the duties they're supposed to perform i think it could be a part-time position yeah it's i mean it's set up it's supposed to be that way yeah so um but they're they're not performing the duties they're supposed to be doing well, because, they are overstepping yes. their authority in yeah. what they're doing because they want to get rid of some they want to get rid of the county administrator so they take hours and hours of three different meetings during three different months to to not even make their case, just right. to say they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they, they if they want it to be a part-time job, we don't need them to give us the resume of how many years they work for the for the county, like it's a positive thing. Um, no, I think, I, I really think... Like, they waste the most time in the meetings. The they absolutely do. do. 
They absolutely do. But they're saying, I mean, but even so, if they met for four hours every week, they're claiming that everything they do outside of those meetings is what's contributing to a full-time necessary is necessary to, well, for a full-time income. There probably it, is some things like they're going to have to meet with their with their staff. Sure, you know. Okay, that's that, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, I mean it. it Still part time. If you had good people working for you, and those full time people are getting the information and doing the things they're supposed to do, then your job as the commissioner, you're the decision maker in the areas that you are structurally, ordinance wise, etc. Make the decisions. Right. If you're just joining us, and a few people have, uh, we're brainstorming on how to find. At recruit and support local uh, quality local candidates, liberty-minded candidates, and we are also we're also just kind of philosophizing on what the county in our particular county what their role should be, um, because we're filling some stuff up. So Sonia Elliott says, "What are they actually doing?" In, in doings and quotes. Rewrites if land development codes, yeah, rewrite, yeah, tweaking the planning and zoning codes. See, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, if those codes are fair and in place, they yeah, really they, shouldn't. Is that their job to do that? Well, they they they, they, make, they set they policy. May, may may make the decision if we need to change something. But th- think about the people that are sitting up there, right? Are they the people that you want to be the brains of the operation? Like, well, think about that. Well, for well, that's where we get to the quality candidate ideas. I mean, if you think about it, do you want somebody that look? Look, I respect law enforcement. I respect people who ha- who work in government to a degree. But do you want somebody that's been suckling at the teat of government? to be making governmental decisions because their decision is always going to be in favor of the government as opposed to the individual or or to yes. the electorate and that was part of my huge rant is yeah they just want to perpetuate their own world that gives them power and money that's right it is you know it's it's perpetual it's a per- perpetual push towards exponential growth of government it, when in all reality, we need to be electing individuals, and the the only question they ask anytime something comes across their desk, or at least the first question is, is it government's role to be involved with this? Number one, and if it is, to what degree? Yes, I mean, and it, but unfortunately, and call it a pipe dream, call it whatever you want to. We need to figure out a way to get us there. And if it's baby steps, incremental changes, we, one thing we have to learn and we have to understand is that if we if we do it right, we are the ones that have the power. We can actually make this happen. We can. Well, so let's 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 actually put some feet on these prayers a little bit. First things first. How do we find quality candidates who are liberty minded that aren't going to go up there and use the purse? And just spend money willy-nilly because somebody in their district wants a new sidewalk or wants this. Because 
what people do is they get up there and they think they have unlimited funds. Well, if we don't have enough, we'll just raise taxes or we'll pass the sales tax or we'll do this. What we need is somebody that's going to go up there and, like I said, say, is this what government's job is? And number two, is this necessary to for government to participate in this? Right. And, and you know what, Sonia, I, I agree with that to some degree. She says, what the hell does my constituency want? I, my problem is, is the constituency on both sides of the aisle. I don't care if they're Glywell supporters or not. They are still begging for government to do something for them. And, and, and like we mentioned in our earlier podcast, the majority of candidates run on the platform is i'm going to reform this government problem a problem that government caused and i i really if if i were elected and i don't i don't have the temperament to do it and we discussed this the other day as well if i were elected to office and somebody says well i think we should build a swimming pool and i want you to do it mr commissioner and i'm i'm, I'm going to say no and i'll tell you why because I don't think it's government's job to be providing swimming pools. I, I, I don't think that's government's role. And I will I'll be glad to debate this in person with anybody. You can ask Mary Howard. We had this debate. Um, but government's role is to protect rights and mutual defense. And that's part of part of government's role. And and the government's job is not to provide amenities. That's why we get so upset over the golf course, because anytime you provide an amenity, even if it's generating some revenue, you the government still ends up in complete control, in control and subsidizing it. Yeah. I, I get that you like paved roads, Sean. I get that, and that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but it. it and it can be debated that those are necessary to the um, to our individual rights, right? Rights to uh, freely move about. I I think we're we're caught in a a trap of at least for for our experience, right? Like for our lifetimes and the amount of time that we've been involved in looking at this stuff, it's always been. The government's role to do these things right and i understand it it would be a complete change in thought process to move away from that right but i've made this argument in the past that if we ever did i believe that our life our experience the things that our society would thrive so much better because make the argument that the government's smarter with our money than we are you can't like you can't make that argument literally and, 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 most and, and, of the time really, our arguments are about how our government spends our money you're right at you're every level right and and it what what gets me is we are not asking, well, can the private sector do this better and more efficiently? If we ever got to the and, point... And, and along the roads debate, 
you know, a private company ends up getting the money for the roads anyway. Yeah, it's not all like the government does is facilitates it up. happening. Yeah, they still have to do title searches. They still have to file eminent domain. They still have to get easements. A private company ends up doing the work. Anyway. I know. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I used to own a title company before it was all digitized in Georgia. That's what we, a lot of my work was going in on road projects and doing the title work so that these private entities that were building this road could contract these individuals and say, hey, look, we need 10 feet of your front yard. If we had something in place where the government wasn't allowed to be involved in these things, do you think they just wouldn't happen? We'd never have roads if we said the government can't be involved in roads. We had a lot of roads before government got yeah, involved. Yeah, we, we would. They may not have been quality. They may have been dirt roads, They but there was egress and ingress. And, you know, if if it's a it's a matter of supply and demand, and if the market demands quality, if it we, will happen. If we weren't paying two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 a year in property taxes, and we use that money to better our neighborhood with companies that we chose, right, instead of the government just deciding... Like it, it, it's it's absolutely it, 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 feasible for that to happen. Now I understand we're getting off track. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get caught a, up on a roads debate because I know I'm in an extreme minority on that particular topic. Yeah, and it's not realistic and, to and think and that, that that can happen. But uh, what we need to do is 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 there's a lot of like-minded people on this call. I know that because I've met mo most of you. I don't know who else on here. I've seen the commenters. And what we need to do is try to come to a consensus together. To, to, to define, number one, what a quality candidate looks like. Number two, who fits those qualifications? And number three, how do we get them in office? That's the most pressing thing in this brainstorming session that we really would like to talk about. Um, it, it, that it, it, That's paramount at this point. Because here's the thing, if we don't find a district in our, in our particular county, if we don't find a quality District 5 candidate and um, – Tony, even if Tony Anderson doesn't run, we're you got Chaz one, Galloway. You got Chaz Galloway. That's who's going to be District Five Commissioner if something doesn't change between now and the election. Absolutely. And I don't know what the deadline is. Anybody here know what the deadline I think it's is? To either declare? late May or early June. What's up, Dan Curry? So, but that but that's the key. We need quality candidates. We need to vet the candidates that are out there. Um, and, and ensure that what they have in mind is a responsible idea of how government should be run. Why are you vomiting? I think it's Jose? a Chaz Galloway comment. Oh, okay. That's what I'm assuming. All right. All right. I assume so. <laughs> it, it's, it's literally a reality. It's a reality right now. Right. Like, all right. So let's paint the current political climate you're going to have danny glywell for two more years you're going to have either trey or dan curry i i guess you could say boots i think he's run himself out but i don't know there's a lot of boots got a big family so uh then there's boots your choice between those three you're right and then don is it for another two years yeah Donna's, so then you've got yeah, a choice between teddy and Rob Hamilton in District 3. Right. And then District right. 5 right now, it's Chaz Galloway. That's it. That's it. So if 
You know who has a house in District 5? Who does? Who just joined the phone call? Who? Mary Howard. Mary, Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. Oh, my, my. Is that the right song? Yeah. I, and then, and I don't know if you just joined us or not, Laura Lee, but we were talking about what role should the county commissioner be actually playing? Should they be putting in more than 10, 20 hours a week or 10, 12 hours a week? Really, if you think about it, their role is not to run day-to-day operations, even though our current board really puts a hand in that, apparently. They think they um, charge of it. Really, what they should be doing is coming to and and making policy decisions and making uh, spending decisions, budget decisions, and that's it. And they've got a staff to inform them on those things. So Mary said it's June is yeah, the, is the cutoff. So we got four months and a couple weeks. Yeah, four months and a week actually. Right. Today's the twenty first. So four months and one week mm-hmm. to to find somebody else for District Five minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. I think uh, last year, or was it last year or year before last, Donna Johns didn't declare till mid-April. Yeah, so um, you get a couple months before. And w- when's our... So th- remember, just as something to keep in mind, our election for county commissioners isn't November. No, it's a, it, it's, 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 it's a the primary. primary. Yeah. So you may have a Democrat pop out that will get their ass kicked in November, but the 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 time in which we choose our uh, county commissioners so, are are in is it is it um, August? Is that when our primary? Yes, is? in August. In August. Laura Lee, again, I don't know when you join us, but we kind of cover that topic. There are larger areas and municipalities than Walton County, population wise, where people very well do the role of county commissioner or city city uh, council or mayor even some mayors are part-time and they make far less than fifty seven thousand dollars a year so, so mary, mary said mid-june that's when our primary is no our, our primary is in august i thought it was August. she's talking about mid-june being the deadline to declare oh okay um So well, maybe so, but you know, does that justify paying them that? I mean, you know, I mean, here we go. This is this is where I know I'm in the minority. I'm looking for every place because we just spent an entire half a year fighting against the sales tax, and we've seen our budget exponentially double every year for the last five years. So we we've got to start looking for places to cut cut funds and saying well let's put more money here that'll be okay and then let's put more money here that'll be okay i don't know that that's the answer and i'm I'm not trying to be combative or um argumentative but i think we need to look for every potential spot to, to cut corners now that being said dan brought up a question the other day and we talked about campaign finance law of is there a way to you know, ensure that those incomes are there. Um, I don't, I don't so, know how it works. So can, is can, it money? Is that the only drawback? Or is it the fact that you live live in a glass house? Because I would take the hit and run, but 
But I've got a wife and kid who aren't politically involved who I don't want to subject to the criticisms that come from public office. So, you know, that's there. I think there, it's more than money as to why it's tough to find quality candidates. But if we know a candidate's true position before they get in that office, we can ensure that they have that support. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I've thought about running just as a way to prevent somebody else from, from winning. Like, like at the last straw of like, all right, if Chaz is the only District 5 candidate, like, you don't have to live there at the time of the election, but if you, if you win, you have to move there. And right. I've actually thought about how do I make that happen if, because I, I will do anything to keep Chaz Galloway from being the District 5 commissioner. <laughs> But I, I can't do it on $50,000 a year. All right. So if I was the only commissioner, let's just say I ran for five, moved to five, and I won. If I'm the only commissioner that's got their own business and I'm working, you know, the time I need to keep my business going to supplement the income that I'm, the small amount of income I'm getting from the, the commissioner position... Like, am I going to be looked at as somebody who's shirking their responsibilities and that kind of thing? Because the other ones, because, you know, Danny Glywell will be like, well, this guy never comes to anything. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you Sean brings up shit. a point that they are all on several boards they're assigned to, too. And then but that begs the question. And I'm thinking big here. I know I'm and I'm thinking a little bit outside of the box. Are those necessary appointments? I mean, do they have to be involved in those boards? Again, I mean, the, the, obviously they need to be engaged enough to be informed on policy and things of that nature. Um, you feel like we want champagne with beer money? I, I, I don't disagree, and that's one of the reasons we're having this brainstorming. We we admit we don't have the answers, and and we thought it would be good to engage you guys and and have everybody participate. And um and bring bring ideas to the table. It, it, Sean's, I mean, I I'm with you, I'm with you. But all right, so we have beer money. How do we get the best beer that we can afford? Yeah, that that's what we have to do. The, the, in the short term, that's really the only option we have. We're not going to be able to change this into a full time gig and get them eighty five ninety thousand dollars a year. That's not going to happen now. Between now and August. We, we know of one other individual who showed strong interest, but that individual, I don't want to disclose too much because some people watching this knows who that individual is, but there were some hitches in the giddy up and it, it, and right now it's preventing them from um, announcing. That's, that's all I'll disclose on that at this point. But yes, that individual would be a great quality candidate. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. A lot more well-informed than I. I. I mean, you know what? I'd be honest with you. I get so frustrated at local stuff that I get – I just tune out a lot of times. I mean, you know, the – Yeah, but it, if you if you were in one of those positions, you wouldn't because then it would be – No, if I were in one of the positions, if I were running, I would be – I'd be studying, you know, quite often. Yeah, and you'd actually be a commissioner that learned the rules of how to govern a meeting instead of having to ask uh, the interim county attorney at every turn no, absolutely. how to run a meeting. 
Matter of fact, I would probably be one to tell the attorney that, look, we got this. Yeah, you you sit down and be quiet. Yeah. We'll let you know when we need you. Instead, like, he literally runs the meetings, which is a problem. Anyways. Okay, I'm getting chastised. I apologize, Mary. Getting chastised for what? <laughs> I can't tell you. I'll no, tell you right. off the air. Okay. All right. But I was mistaken. She doesn't live in the uh, in that district. So mm. let me I, – I think I can say that and clarify that. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, there was uh, – there's one quality candidate, and that individual may still declare, but it's still kind of up in the air right now. But, yeah, you're, Marion brings up a good point. If you have the right assistant, and those guys are getting paid, what, 70, 80 grand a year, I'm sure Sean can yeah, tell they're, us. they're full-time. Sean is probably the most informed individual on the local level. I don't know why they don't move yeah, to District Sh- 5 Sean, what and district let her do you run. Live in? Is she in two? I, I don't I – don't, I know she lives in the north end. I, I'm just not exactly sure. And You're in two or three. She so. may not want to disclose that. <laughs> but um, she lives in three. She's in three. Okay. Just need so, to move on down to five. So that's Teddy and uh, yeah. Rob. Yeah. Rob Hamilton's district. Uh, can we give the boundaries for District Five? I believe District Five is three thirty. No. 331 to... No, it's to... Isn't it where the Sefco is? What road is that? 331. No. That's Tom Oh, Thumb. 393? Yeah. I think so. I think 393 East is District 5. South of I the think. Bay. South of the Bay. Yeah. I and know then the, District I know the, 4 is west of there. I know the Congressional District is 331. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the congressional but district's the, 331. But the county district is 393? Yes. I'm almost either that or West Hewitt. So the CAF? Well, it's uh, not West Hewitt because I just got, I know where Smallmart. One, one person's house is. And the, yeah, it's uh, it's got to be 293 East. 393. Is it 393? Shit, I don't know, man. I'd just say go by Sefco and take a left or right. Yeah, so Sefco, the calf, Hardy's, that corner. Yeah. 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 If anybody, uh, a quality candidate uh, runs, Sean would be, that'd be, I mean, that'd be who I'd ask to be my assistant if I were going to be county commissioner. Because nobody got more data than, than that girl. She she is a research monster no doubt 393 mm. so i was right yeah take that okay. yeah. take that across the lips i was wrong <laughs> once today <laughs> you still look gray on my screen you look like you I look even more gray now you look like you're having kidney issues um let's brighten it up a little bit and that's ugly now I'm be so, like white sorry i got distracted by this truck going by okay thanks dude what an asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my truck. <laughs> no, but he's stomping it when he's driving by while we're sitting oh, there doing yeah. the podcast. No, so, you he, know. Just, he just wants to be he wants to be recognized. I guess so. Anyway, so, uh, it, and, but, but you know, this is a brainstorm. This isn't Wes's opinion or Dan's opinion. This is something 
that we as as conservative minded liberty liberty minded people who want character and integrity in government um this is this is the kind of things that we we want to spawn thought on locally because i mean we can sit here and we can bitch about this or bitch about that or complain about this or that but really it's kind of like my old boss used to tell me he's like man i don't care about the labor pains just show me the baby well and and, we've spent years bitching mm mm-hmm and if we're not completely shut down and our First Amendment rights violated at meetings, they don't listen. You ain't going to ever let that go, are you? Nope. <laughs> they don't listen. Like, they, we have, us citizens have zero impact on them unless it's a no-win situation like the concession stand, where you got, you've got literally Little League moms coming out of the woodwork wanting to chastise them. Yeah. Well, you, you won't... You want somebody in office, and if they're not going to do what you ask them to do, to at least say, look, dude, I understand where you're coming from, but this is why I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and educate is a part of. And, and you know what? That's another problem in this county, and, and, and I promise you I'm not advocating. I'm sorry, buddy. That's all right. It's my camera. Um, I'm not advocating that we we add another role to the county because we have public information officers, but the PR and the explanations are absolutely terrible. It's there. The problem is, is people in those positions are not informing the public. They are protecting the the commissioners. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's it they are they are just marketing and branding yes <laughs> they are they are <laughs> that's all they're doing yeah yeah that's a great point mary uh assistants don't have to ha- have residents in the district so uh, any other ideas you guys have on finding quality candidates let's just let's just say for the sake of argument we're not going to improve the cash we but we do need to find somebody now because the last thing I want this particular board doing is voting themselves a raise. So what what do you guys think about um, the liberty libations ideas idea where we uh, as as a community get together once a month, once a, every couple of weeks, whatever that cadence is, to um, have these brainstorm. Come prepared, have these brainstorm type scenarios in which we can talk about how to improve our local government. Not, you know, I, I, I understand the town hall process that we've tried in the past. And no, that, I think what we do is we, what we do I'm is. I'm talking about a smaller, you, you, not necessarily smaller, but a, a. You have two topics. You Everybody comes in. We do a freaking whiteboard. I mean, just. We get drinks. And <clears> then if it's a large group. We separate into smaller groups and come together with four or five ideas. Yeah. Or or if it's a smaller group, then we all meet together and come together with some ideas. And 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 we brainstorm together. Because the only way, as Dan went on his 30-minute rant yesterday or day before, you guys heard it this morning if you listened to the audio cast. The only way we're going to impact change is that we get involved. There's not a savior. 
not in not in the the political sense. No, we we've you given can't away expect our the good Lord to come down from on high and save us from government, bad government, or anything like that. The only way things are going to change is if you and I and Dan and and, and anybody listening to this cast that think like we do for the most part. And I know we all have our differences. We all have our differences of opinion, even on our side of the aisle. But if we can come to a consensus and we perpetuate those ideas, number one, and then we also find candidates that fit in those ideas and who are willing, I think we can win. I think we can make headway. But it's eating an elephant, not to use a Republican you know, icon, but we are one bite at a time. We're, we're doing this one bite at a time. And it's little things done consistently over time that turn into big things. Yeah. It's a round table with guided, with a guided agenda. So we walk in the door with two or three ideas to discuss. We have some adult beverages or not, uh, maybe a meal. And we sit around and we actually come up with, with real ideas and look, you know, I love meetings where we go and we hear political celebrities speak or authors speak and things of those that nature. But in a lot of that's great ideas that gives us an idea of where those individuals stand. And, you know, it, it spawns thought. It, it, it motivates us. But in all reality, if we're going to make a difference in this world and we're going to save this world, because I genuinely believe this world right now needs saving. It's going to be up to you and me and Dan and anybody else. So I feel like I'm starting to repeat myself. Dan, you got any other ideas? Well, I I just hearken back to, I worked for Corporate America for years. I worked for a number of large corporations. And part of the process of you know, leadership was whether it was at a convention or if it was at a, you know, a district meeting or whatever it was, you got the leaders in a room. And if you had a problem, you brainstormed how to fix that problem. And I'm not talking about behavioral issues or those kind of things, but like policy problems, issues, things you had to make decisions to change the course of the way your district or your region or your company was going, you have those meetings and in some of those meetings are bullshit and they're not productive. No, but some of them are. You a can't. lot of them could be in emails. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But, and Larley brings up a great point. Meetings and ideas are great, but it's got to have legs. Yes. That's exactly what we're talking about here. We're talking about coming together, having ideas and and putting and walking out with action plans when we leave those meetings mm-hmm. we're not just going and philosophizing for for an hour and a half two hours we're going and we're coming up with ideas and before we leave we discuss how to implement those going forward and i mentioned this on one of our casts earlier this week my dad or somebody growing up in in the church would always say you can pray all you want to but sometimes you got to put legs on those prayers Mm-hmm. And that, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Look, I, I'm I'm a member of several political organizations in this in this county, uh, and I've been members of political organizations throughout my my adult life and collegiate life. And one of the issues that I see, and I'm not criticizing those organizations; they all have great places. 
But one of the things I constantly do a lot of in a lot of meetings is walk out and say, well, what good is this? How is this changing anything? You know, what are we what are we actually doing going forward? With What use is this? But if the if the meetings are productive to to Laura Lee's point, action plans, people assigned to make things happen and people actually taking to heart and actually taking ownership and doing those actions. I think we can. Is it. What else are we going to do? I mean, are we just going to go to meetings and bitch at the commissioners who don't listen to us? I mean, we have to do something different. Yeah. And maybe and if and if this isn't the best idea come up with something, I mean, we our group, I believe that that our group and the group can be anywhere. It it can be small or big. We've all are a part of different political groups, et cetera, friend groups, acquaintances, et cetera. I believe that the people listening here today and the people that I've communicated with Wes and I have communicated with off air and through different Facebook messenger groups and those kind of things and the town halls that we've gone to. I truly believe that that group is the the group that cares, that is willing to put action yeah, into him. place and effort. They're not lazy. They want to make change. I think what I, my idea is to bring that group together and collectively figure out how to make that change because well, I think I don't have the answers. Right, but not only that, but like, I mean, Lorley has some great points here. You have to put feet on that. When you walk out, look, a lot of people don't want to volunteer for stuff, but if you ask them to do something, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. So you walk out and you say, okay, Joe Blow, you're going to be responsible for this. So next time we meet next month or in the next two weeks or whatever, this is what you're yeah, going you to do. Yeah, you bring the planning like, laws on this xyz yeah. or whatever here's it your is. takeaway for today this is what you're doing this is your takeaway for today i'm doing this you're doing that and then we all we are all participating we're not being passive it's not a passive membership and in all honesty unless somebody's willing to at least do something no matter how small i, I don't know that they're going to be a part of this part of a solution and that's what we need is solutionists. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, if it isn't, it should be. It should be. <laughs> but that's what we need is is solutionists, people who who are coming together. I, look, I'm a big picture guy. I'm a holistic guy. I'm the Gestalt guy, and and that's that's what I'm looking at. And we and again, we talked about this Monday night when we were all fair, when we weren't recording podcasts. We. We don't have the idea. We, we, we're not the end all and be all. We are, you know, we just think we're just wanting to be the catalyst for making this happen and, and, and maybe hopefully motivating others to get involved. Uh, you know, we're sure there are a lot better ideas than what we can come up with. So if you're in and you are interested, comment below that you are interested in participating and being part of the solution. And um, what we'll do is we'll start looking for a venue. We will start looking for a place to do this. And it, you know what? It'd just be like a cash mob that we're not going to charge to get in. We're not going to charge to participate. But we just do ask that if we do uh, something at a at a venue or a restaurant or what have you, that you 
you you patronize that restaurant regardless you know at what level you feel comfortable doing that with um dan you got anything else to add no i i I guess i still put the question out is is anybody have another idea besides this scenario in which we collaborate together in a, in a meeting format in which we may assign or ask for volunteers to get some things done. And then that ends up growing on itself. And, and eventually we get to the point where we have a group of people that there's a problem that pops up. We've got a group of people that can, that can impact that problem. Somebody you, in the know even, on that particular even down the line, subject It doesn't matter. have to be, you know, right now the problem is, is, finding the right candidates so that we actually have a say in our county government that's the priority that is definitely the priority and then once we get that under control and we actually have people in county government that will listen to us then we start then we can dig in and start looking at some of the individual problems and how to get those people involved and we can present solutions to those people but but right now we just we we got to take back our government does anybody have any other ideas besides, or are we all in, in, in happy with the liberty libations where we call it whatever you want to? I mean, it's just a name we come up with. I, actually, uh, I have to. I can't take credit for that, but somebody gave me the idea and said that we should do this. Uh, they didn't. They weren't subject matter specific, but they liked the idea of having cocktails with other conservatives. And that was the idea behind Liberty Libations. I'm like, well, you know what? It doesn't have to just be about the libations. It can be, it could be about actually impacting something here. Yeah. We, I, and again, I'm done with just bitching about it. And I think collectively we could make an impact. Well, and um, Mary says that Bay County Republicans meet regularly at local watering hole in a roundtable fashion. And that and that's kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's not an officially sanctioned um, event by any party. And you know what? I'm OK with that. I, I don't I don't I, 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 don't I think, think it I personally I think that I don't want um, to be sanctioned by anything. It's us. It's us. It's a community trying to create. Trying to make trying a to difference. Fix a problem. Yeah. You know, we're trying to fix an issue and do, you know what? I don't mind. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Because <laughs> I do mind. <laughs> but hey, all right. I'm glad you, all of you guys are on board. Y'all stay tuned. We'll try to get this, we'll try to be the catalyst to get this going. And we'll probably reach out to anybody that said that they were interested. Um, and, and I'm going to pull a dad. My dad was a Southern Baptist minister, and I think I've told this story on the air before. There, there were many churches where he took over as the pastor, where he walked in, and, and literally there were eight people in the congregation, and four of them were, were our family. He'd come to preach for the first time. Their pulpit committee would call him in to see if he would be a good fit. He would preach, and there would be eight people there with four of us, being my dad and my brother and my mother. And as soon as he takes over the pastoral ship, he insisted that everybody, the other four people, <laughs> go out and invite somebody to next week. 
Those puppies are going wild. I think we got a battle in the backyard. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, but but you know what? You, you you go out and you find somebody that, that is liberty minded, and it could be just somebody that's casually complained about something. Well, can you believe this? Can you believe that? And there are a lot of those out there. I I'll tell you what, being a musician, a lot of people recognize me from the podcast and other things. And and the first thing a lot of people do when they talk to me when I'm out playing, when I'm in, on a break or before I'm playing is, man, can you believe Danny Glywell did this? Or you can can you believe this? Or what's your thoughts on that? Or or whatever. There are so many people who are passive in involvement. And those and, and we need to reach out to those individuals as well because there may be a great candidate in there. So thank y'all so much for tuning in tonight, Dan. You got anything else before I close this out? No, I just was curious if anybody else had any other ideas or if we're just gonna roll with this. Yeah, meeting I liberty f- libations. I think uh, we got a, a bunch of thumbs up. So I think we'll go with liberty libations. Um, and maybe something emerges from there. You know. So, uh, Gib Miner, who is our newest Patreon supporter, thank you so much, Gib. I hope you don't mind me mentioning that, but that was part of, part of the fine print when you signed up to do that. Um, he says he's very interested in working on some stuff for local Walton County small biz. He said he'll chat with us uh, later. He's at work presently. Yeah, man, reach out to us, buddy. We'd be glad to hear what you have to say. You know we're obviously pro-business, and um, we won't, you know – we, we want everybody to be able to thrive in this county in a positive, integral way. So um, thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll reach out. We will. Everybody that's commented will know who watched. Some, some of you were silent, I assume. Um, but if you – this will obviously be up afterwards. If you watch this after we're done, be sure to comment if you're interested in participating. We'll also have the audio from this out, so hopefully we hit everybody's stuff. Yeah, share it. Yeah, share yeah, it I agree there. with that, Kevin. I've been talking with Chance John Meyer a lot about that. Um, and uh, we, uh, in the, uh, we, we're also recording an audio cast today. We're kind of in between. We've got to finish that up in just a minute. But we're talking about House Bill, I think it was 757. You probably know that right off the top of your head. But where they're trying to, I mean, one of the things that the state government's trying to do right now that's just kind of irritating me a little bit. But, yes, we definitely need to push to be a charter county because we need to be able to recall anybody that goes in there and does something stupid. You know, I mean, mistakes, one thing, but just just constant stupidity is, is another. So with that being said, guys, uh, everybody that's commented will reach out to you guys about participating in this. Uh, if you are watching this after the fact that it was live, be sure to comment if you'd like to participate. We're going to make change. And, and the only way we can do that is to, is to come to a consensus and, and move forward and do that. So thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. For Dan, I'm Wes. Thank we'll, you, guys. Yeah, We'll see you next time on the Panhandle Liberty Podcast. I forgot to push it.